0: How's it going everybody? This is the Who That Dish Podcast, a podcast source for news, information, analysis, and opinions for all things New Orleans Saints. I'm your solo host today, Tyler Raymond, and we'll be taking an in-depth look into the New Orleans Saints 2019 free agency. So guys, I'm back. I just want to say how's it going? How's everybody doing? Are you excited for all the moves the Saints have been making? I know I am. So let's just get right into things. First off, I just wanted to say you guys should check out all of our social media. I'll leave links not only when we post our podcast episode, but I will be mentioning them at the end of the episode. So make sure to stick to the end to find out where you can follow all of us and listen to everything great that we produce. So also, guys, I just wanted to let you know that if you haven't already listened to it, my great uh, podcast co-hosts, Dayton Brown and Charlie Pollock, have actually produced another episode. It's not entirely up to date considering everything the Saints, every single move the Saints have been making. But if you guys want to listen to what they've talked to, what they've talked about, and all the Saints' moves they've made up to that point where they covered, make sure to check that out. That's the previous episode to this one. So let's just get right on into things. Uh, we have a lot of moves to talk about. I'm really excited to be doing a solo episode for you guys. I'm really excited, so let's get right on into it. So the first move I wanted to talk to you guys about today is actually going to be probably the biggest one the Saints have made so far, and it's literally insane considering. Um, it's literally insane considering this is this is this move is going to change the entire look of the offense. It's going to help Drew Brees a ton. It's going to take pressure off of Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara, and that move is uh, according on Twitter. This is where we get all the news and information from. Mostly, um, According to Pro Football Talk, uh, they report on Twitter, according to their source, the New Orleans Saints are close to a deal with free agent, tight end, Jared Cook. Yeah, let's go guys. So Jared Cook is a 31 going on 32 year old tight end. He was very productive last year with the Oakland Raiders. He actually set career highs with the team, and that was four last season. 68 catches for 896 yards and six touchdowns with the Raiders. He's also played with the Titans, Rams, and Packers. If you guys didn't remember, a few years back uh, in the playoffs, Aaron Rodgers was driving downfield in the postseason, trying to get the Packers the, the playoff win, and he threw that insane crunch time throw to, like, the side of the field. And it was actually Jerry Cook who, like, tiptoed and grabbed it over the side of the field. It was literally insane. So if you guys remember that play, that's the type of tight end that Jerry Cook is and will absolutely be for the New Orleans Saints. He's an insane tight end, set career highs. He's a great playmaker. He's going to do wonders for this offense, obviously going into it right now. We were all expecting, at least some of us at the very beginning, that Josh Hill was going to be the starter. That's what they envisioned. But a lot of people thought, you know, with Benjamin Watson retiring, we lost Jimmy Graham years ago. Kobe Fleener didn't really work out. It's funny. Everything that we envisioned or wanted Kobe Fleener to be, this is what Jerry Cook actually is. Jerry Cook is actually a beast of a tight end who's going to be helping the Saints so, so much. And it's actually insane considering how effective he's going to be for this offense in my opinion i think it opens everything up um he's a bit on the older side but if, like if we can get this offense going if we can get the receivers the young receivers that we had last year to step up they'll take pressure off of michael thomas and elvin Kamara, and then you have jerry cook in the mix man it, i don't care who you have at quarterback if you have all those weapons working together man i feel bad for opposing defenses not to mention, you're going to have Sean Payton uh, just making the whole thing work. So it's literally going to be insane. Let's get to the next big news we've got. And that would actually be another move on offense. So if you guys didn't hear the unfortunately sad news of Mark Ingram, uh, unfortunately not deciding to return with the Saints and sign with the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, it's very sad, I know. But the Saints have found his replacement And I like the deal. I know a lot of people, unfortunately, want Ingram back. Um, What can you say, man? You know, he left, and it's going to be sad to see him go. Definitely, it's going to be weird to see him in another jersey. But let's talk about his replacement, who's going to be helping Alvin Kamara in that backfield and really make that duo go. So the Saints ended up signing former Minnesota Viking, uh, running back Latavius Murray. So if you guys didn't know, I myself, Tyler Raymond, I'm from New York I love all the hometown guys The reason why I actually became a Saints fan Is because of Will Smith, um, longtime Saint, who passed away uh, Grew up in New York, crazy Stuff, but I'm getting off topic uh, Latavius Murray actually attended Onondaga Central High School In Nidro, New York So I thought that was pretty cool, I'm really excited For this uh, this uh, The signing, I think he's going to be a great compliment To Alvin Kamara but let's just get right into the details. It was a four-year deal worth $14.4 million with $7.2 million guaranteed. He should be averaging about $3.6 million per year, and in his career, Murray has averaged, let's see, he's rushed for 899 attempts, so went off of 900, for a total of almost 3,700 yards, so he's actually at A 3,698, a 4.1 average, and 34 touchdowns. So I think he's absolutely capable of helping our offense. I think, you know, if you can get that nice duo, the nice complement working, you know, where Alvin Kamara is a shifty running back, you know, the speed guy, the guy that's elusive, the dude that does everything, hurdles people apparently. It just, he's awesome. And then you have the ground-and-pound runner, Latavius Murray, bull rushing through people, getting the hard, heavy-nosed, heavy nose runs you know those kind of touchdowns i'm all for it i think he's gonna be a nice compliment sure we did miss mark ingram flossing you will surely be missed mark ingram but um it's a great replacement if you ask me and i think he's gonna work out just fine uh, other recent news actually that dayton and charlie didn't get to cover but i'm gonna cover right now uh let's go with the sad part first Max, actually shocker if you guys didn't know if you've been living underneath the rock i like to say that expression a lot i'm um, here at the podcast we'll fill you in so max unger the saints pro bowl all-star center in his early 30s actually ended up retiring so he's been playing it year to year um you know, he, his reasoning for retiring this early in his career, he just said, he, in his opinion, he thought that he was, you know, a detriment to the Saints. He thought that at this point, he couldn't really keep up, you know, with how, with how everything was going. And, yeah, if you guys don't remember, Max Unger was actually acquired in the Jimmy Graham trade. We ended up uh, trading Jimmy Graham for Max Unger, the center, and our first one pick, that was Stefani Anthony. That didn't work out, long story short. But, yeah, we're going to miss Max Unger, though, you know? And, you know, he's a great addition to the team when he played. You know, everybody respected him. He was a great leader. Drew Brees even, I think, posted on Instagram and Twitter saying how much he appreciated Max. And, yeah, we're going to miss him. But uh, just like the Mark Ingram news, uh, this next signing actually kind of leads into with that news into this news so the saints ended up signing nick easton former center and guard for the minnesota vikings it's kind of weird that we got their running back former running back and guard their offensive lineman i don't really have any stats at the moment on nick easton um i could tell you he i believe i saw a stat on twitter that he didn't allow a sack in so many hundred snaps so that's pretty good but i actually have a few quotes from John D. Shazier, sorry if I pronounced that wrong, from New that, yeah He's their senior writer. He actually interviewed, uh, interviewed Nick just about everything that was going on. And here, let me just scroll through real quick and read you guys a few things that Nick Easton was telling John D. Shazier um, about his career and, you know, deciding to accept uh, a deal with the Saints and how everything, how that's going to go. He says he's feeling really good, uh, so basically Nick Easton had a recovery um, from last year. What happened was he had a herniated disc in his neck, or I think it was his back. It might have been both, but he was recovering from that, but he was actually playing pretty well up until, the, up until that point. Uh, he's taken snaps both at center and guard, so I think he'll be competing right now for the starting center job. But it wouldn't surprise me to see uh, Cameron Tom take it. If Cameron Tom ended up beating Nick Easton out, I think it would be really interesting to see now, considering our offensive line with the depth and everything, if you see Nick Easton pushed over to guard, who knows? We'll have to ch- see and check that out as time progresses. But let me read you guys some of the quotes. Sluts so here, guys. So John says that Easton played five games at center to close out the 16th season with Minnesota and started the first 12 games of the 17th season, a left guard for the Vikings. And then Easton goes on to say that this was obviously huge shoes to fill and he's heard great things about the New Orleans Saints, you know, a great locker room, just great things about everything. And... Uh, let's see here. He even talks about Unger too a little bit. So obviously huge shoes to fill. Let's see. Max Unger is a great player. Great personality. Great locker room guy, obviously. So at first, he's just talking about, you know, um, just uh, meeting the expectations that the New Orleans Saints have. Considering, obviously, they're one of the best offensive lines in the league. They're one of the best powerhouses. The best offenses, you know, in the NFL. So obviously a lot of, a lot of big shoes to fill. Let's see. He also talks about... He's more natural at the center spot. He's flexible in his position, saying he's got snaps at guard. But he personally chooses a center spot. He says that his communication is really good and that he he went to Harvard, so obviously he's a very smart guy. And considering he knows the playbook very well when he was with Minnesota, he figures he'll do well in New Orleans. And he's just always said how uh, when he's been with teams, they've allowed the fewest sacks allowed. Uh, the most rushing yards uh, and those are the most important stats for an offensive linemen. So considering everything he's been saying in the interview, I honestly think he should be doing pretty well, you know, hopefully if his injury doesn't nag him at all and he can be a great communicator and a great reliable offensive lineman for him for the Saints, I think it's a good deal and hopefully the Saints get a bona fide starter that can make a huge impact for them going down the road because we know with the Saints, you know, if you gotta protect Drew Brees, or maybe down the road Teddy Bridgewater, you gotta need some good guys to get that done. So let's see here, guys. The next news I have for you guys, this actually all involves every single move the Saints have made, and kind of involves correlating moves in the past off-season, just to lead everything up into it. So with these next couple moves, um. With everything, the Saints actually had some kind of like some negative outcomes it kind of led to this, but let's just get into it and I'll explain everything as we go. So the first signing that the Saints did was actually, uh, their first signing on defense, I should say, was actually adding former first round pick. Actually, this was a pick right after the Saints when they selected Stephon Anthony. Um, was actually Malcolm Brown by the Patriots. He averaged a tackle every 11.27 20, snaps. and 14 tackles for a loss with the Patriots. In comparison, uh, the player uh, Malcolm Brown is going to be replacing Tyler Davison, averaged a tackle every uh, 20.77 snaps. So obviously an upgrade with Malcolm Brown. And only had 9 tackles for a loss with the Saints. So... Malcolm Brown, obviously, he's a big, big guy. He's 6'2", 320 pounds. He's only 25, but he has the ability to push the pocket. He's great at stuffing the run. He saw 55% of the Patriots snaps over the last three years. In his career, Malcolm Brown is told 186 combined tackles and and 8.5 sacks. So with all these signings, basically what the Saints are trying to do are shore up any holes that they've had going with this team into the next season. And if you guys haven't been listening, we'll just explain what's been going on. So of course you had Sheldon Rankins uh last year in the playoffs, uh towards ACL. So he will still be recovering. I think people said uh he's gonna be out for a little bit heading into this next season. You had David on uh you know, a reliable rotational player on the defensive line. He right now is uh, Uh, We believe to be going to be suspended from smoking some unadvised uh, drugs, so yeah, and (laughs) And then we have Tyler Davison uh, the player. I compared Malcolm Brown to Uh, right now he is currently a free agent free agency has already began by the way and Right now he has not been uh, currently re-signed by the New Orleans Saints So if he doesn't get re-signed uh, as a depth piece, we obviously know now that Malcolm Brown is the obvious upgrade. So, yeah, we like we mentioned, he's 6'2", 320 pounds, 25. Great player. Has a great pedigree with the Patriots. You know, Patriots sometimes just make stupid moves. You know, they don't re- re-sign guys that think they can fill those needs in the drafts or something else. But the Saints got a great player, and I'm looking forward to seeing him on the defensive line with Cameron Jordan and uh, Marcus Sevenport. So, the Saints actually ended up signing another defensive lineman, too. That was Mario Edwards Jr. In his career, Edwards has totaled 85 combined tackles and and 7.5 sacks. So, like I was saying with Malcolm Brown, you've got Mario Edwards Jr., actually a bit of an interesting defensive lineman. He's one of those guys that um, can really switch and go anywhere on the line. You know, he's versatile. He's flexible. You know, he's athletic. Uh, He's a big guy, too, who can help with the run, generate a bit of pressure there, you know, in his career. He was able to do that with all the sacks. So I think this is going to be really interesting to see, considering what alignments the Saints have to use with possibly uh, Tyler Davidson not being there anymore, Sheldon Rankins being hurt, David Onyemata um, being suspended possibly for a few games. We'll have to see what alignments the Saints use. But I'm looking forward to seeing their possible configurations once they get everybody back and get everything situated. So, let's see. With that being said, though, um, some players on the defensive line. uh, Let's just talk about real quick about how this affects the roster and what to expect, I think, going into the 2019 season. Let's just start back with the defensive linemen. So right now, obviously, you have Taylor Stallworth as a backup piece, you know, uh, a backup player in his rookie year, you know, made some good moves, you know, impressed a bit, but not quite a starter potential yet, you know, he's not quite a starter yet, so that's why they signed Edwards Jr. and Malcolm Brown, you know. So they've got all those guys going, and right now, we actually have got to talk about it Alex Okafor actually ended up signing with the Chiefs. I believe it was a three-year deal. So that is another another thing that really shifts off uh, this defensive line. The Saints are currently uh, in pursuit. Uh, They've shown interest in Robert Quinn, the current defensive end uh, for the Miami Dolphins. But uh, he's been shown interest with the Dallas Cowboys too. So we'll have to keep an eye out on that. And Ziggy Anza, another defensive end that could kind of um, take over the role for um, Alex Okafor. Uh, teams are a bit concerned with his shoulder injury, I believe. I think that's people what people were saying on Twitter. But we'll have to uh, take a look at that and who gets signed and if the Saints decide to make any more moves. Because right now, honestly, free agency has been insane. The Saints, it seems like right now the last few years, ever since they've been making the playoffs again, they've really changed their whole dynamic around about being a great team, making smart moves, not overspending like they used to when they were a desperate team trying to get back into winning seasons. They've played it smart. They've been aggressive when they need to, considering the Jerry Cook news, which is insane. They've made smart moves like re- replacing uh, Mark Ingram, replacing defensive lineman, replacing Max Unger. They're making moves when they need to. And if you ask me, they're setting themselves perfectly up for uh, the draft. Uh, even though they don't have a first and third round pick. I think they're going to set themselves up pretty well. We're pretty much so they can almost afford to go uh, best player available. You know, And unless somebody falls. I wouldn't exactly expect them right now to um move up in the draft. You know, they'll just sit quietly and they'll see what happens. Let's see. More talk about free agency guys. Uh, some other news. Obviously, you guys are probably wondering, man, Mickey Loomis is a genius. He He's amazing with the Saints money. How does he do this? How is he... Work all the salary cap. Well, let's talk about that, shall we? So, of course, you uh, you had news that Drew Brees ended up uh, extending his contract, uh, reworking it, I should say. That uh, pushed a little bit of dead money. I believe it was like twenty some million into next year's uh, cap. Where the Saints were actually, I think, expected to have around a hundred million. In cap space, but you know we'll we'll deal with that when it comes to it. It ended up uh, freeing up about ten million in this year's cap, so that gave us some extra spending room. That's always great. Let's see, the Saints also ended up uh, saving money with Max Unger retiring. I think that saved around six or seven million. Let's see here, guys. Some other news. Let's see, Teddy Bridgewater, the Saints' uh, notorious backup, uh, a quarterback who. Uh, is projected at least right now to be the heir to the apparent throne. That is Drew Brees, the GO, of course, the greatest of all time. Um, uh, signed a one-year deal for seven million, so you get a quality backup. You know, if something ever happens to Drew this year, let's hope not. Not on Wood, but you've got Teddy Bridgewater, re-signed, good to go. Uh, obviously, if you haven't watched any of his film, he's always a great quarterback. I really hope. He signs a long-term deal next year with the New Orleans Saints, of course. Uh let's see. Before the Saints acquired him, uh, he played with the Jets in the preseason. Had a pretty good preseason before all those years ago. Before he got injured, he was a beast with the Vikings. I believe he got into the playoffs too, maybe. Um, but yeah, with all those uh, with all those moves, the Saints have really been setting themselves uh, selves up pretty well uh, heading into the draft. Uh like I've said, guys, let's see, wow, 20-minute uh, episode for you guys. Just wanted to get this information out there for you. If I missed any information, please feel free to contact us. Let me know. Uh, this is probably going to be the first episode for a little while. Um, we're going to try to get the whole game back together, I think, next week. Or if not this week, definitely next week. We're going to try to get some guests on, to Talk about any more news that comes out uh, with the New Orleans Saints, with Free Agency, I know uh, this past uh, week, uh, Dayton and Charlie uh, not only covered some of the moves that I covered here, but they also got into some of the moves, you know, around the NFL, some of the crazier things, you know, the Antonio Brown move, uh, the Odell Beckham move, everything that's been going on. If you guys haven't been uh, keeping up to date, make sure to check out that episode as always. So... Let's uh, let's uh, sign off, and let's give you guys where you can follow all of our social media, where you can follow everything. First off and foremost, if you love listening to this guy in the mic, Tyler Raymond, that's me, myself. You can follow me on our main social media platform. That's Twitter, what we go by. You can follow me at M. You can follow my main two hosts, uh, Dayton Brown and Charlie Pollock. You can f- follow Dayton Brown at Dayton underscore Brown underscore. You can follow... Charlie Pollock, at St. Charlie. Make sure to check out. We we put out these episodes everywhere. We love supporting you guys. We love it when you guys support us. First and foremost, on Twitter, if you could get back to us, you know, respond. What you love about our episodes. Um, what do you think about free agency? How insane are these moves that the Saints are making? Make sure to tweet us there. You know, we love it. Also, make sure to check out our main Who That Dish official podcast account on Twitter. At the WDD Podcast. Make sure to check out all of our episodes where we share them. If you're in any of the main Facebook groups uh, for the Saints, you know, if you're a Saints fan, check out the Facebook groups. I like to post all of our podcast episode links there. Also, make sure to check them out on Spreaker.com, iTunes. Make sure to give us a rating. Make sure to leave us a like. Subscribe. Subscribe on Spreaker. We We love the support. And as always who that guys